1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: So here's the legal disclaimer part of this whole thing. Katie, are you a mental health professional?
1: No, I'm not. Neither am I. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, please seek professional help and just listen to us because we're funny. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Summer. And this is Monsters in the Attic. A podcast where we have real conversations about everyday struggles with personality and mental health issues. We're glad you're here.
0: And we're back. Hi, Katie. Hi, Summer. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. I feel good today. For a Monday, it feels pretty good. It does feel good for a Monday. Yeah. You look super tan. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for saying that because, you know, it's like a contest for me in the summertime tanning,
1: and I want to be number one. Yeah. It's a contest with yourself because I don't think anyone's as tan as you are.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I (laughs) am. Oh, Wow! Who's this? And Patranda. Nope, I'm Tanner. Whatever. I'm Tanner. Um, well, now that you guys know, we have a third in the studio today. We do.
1: And he is actually our third. He is our third. We are actively involved in a work thruple. Yes, we are. It's all coming to fruition in this moment right here.
0: Yeah, me and Katie are work sister wives, and this is our work husband, Ryan.
1: Luckiest
2: I'm man on earth. I actually enjoy being the third wheel.
0: <laughs> You're really good at it. I'm the best. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Well, and so what are we going to talk about today, Katie?
1: Today we're going to talk about traumatic brain injuries, or TBI, yeah. as you know, as pe- people call them. I don't know who people are, but people do call them TBI for short. Um, and our friend Ryan has some personal experience with that, so that's why we asked him to be here today. Awesome. Ryan, tell us
0: a little bit about your TBI, my oh, friend. Oh,
2: Lord. Where do we even start?
0: I mean, start from in the, the beginning. December 1st, 2021. Oh. Yeah. Two. 2022.
2: Yeah. yeah. I thought I was <coughs> the one with the brain injury.
0: You are the one with the brain oh. injury. Oh, and I said, that, yeah. The, yeah, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> That's why I didn't laugh.
2: <laughs> I'm not real sure we have all the time to get into super, super yeah. deep what happened. Um, Give
0: us a brief overview.
1: But from the
2: brief <laughs> overview, we were at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have to get into all the details, but I was fortunate enough to be hit in the head with a really big piece of pipe from like 20 feet in the air. Um, and it weighed about 80 pounds. And it did uh, quite a number on the back of my head to a skull fracture, major concussion, um almost having to do a borehole in my skull. And then, um, yeah, I got to spend the night in the ICU, got to stay up all night doing CAT scans and some fun little camera thing where they would come take a picture of my eyes every 45 minutes to make sure that there was not more brain swelling happening You know, behind, I don't know what thing does. It was nice and bright. Right in my face when uh, right after a brain injury, bright yeah. lights really weren't the thing that I was looking for. Um So yeah, we're what we're like a little over seven months mm-hmm. into recovery, and um, every day is a different day. Some days are totally normal, and other days uh I feel like I'm a week out from from the injury. Okay, you know, just like going back to. Having to deal all of the the things, um, the best part about it is, is I still have, or I'm regaining all of my balance, and you know, able to do more and more. Uh, noise sensitivities and light sensitivities aren't quite um, as like prolific as they they were. Um, I think more and more now it's more about uh, how do I actually feel as far as like being like really lethargic. I have to get more and more sleep than I think I ever have had to. I can't be quite as physical as I've ever been before. Um, but I'm coming back, you know, I'm coming back up to where to where I was. I, I feel like it's going to be about a year before I'm really back to myself. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: Is that what your doctors predict? <laughs> no. What do they predict?
2: No, yeah. You know, that was actually kind of a weird experience because they didn't really predict anything. Um, it was really kind of like uh, and I mean not to throw anybody under the bus um, it was you know the, the the people at the hospital were great um, and I got out of there still suffering you know a day later and had to go through most of what was all of the most painful parts um, more at home than anything and then just with some follow-up visits it was just more like yeah you're bouncing back real quick you, it looks like you're gonna be fine um, all that to say like all of my symptoms were still you know like on high alert mm-hmm. as far as like balance being really bad uh, you know having a lot of nerve damage going down in my leg and like all in through my neck um still trying to make sure that my skull was not gonna cave in you know i know that sounds crazy but i had to be very careful about anything hitting the back <laughs> of my head um but yeah, everybody was just like, you're bouncing back really quick, thank God you're in such great shape, um, la la la, you're you're gonna be fine. Um, and then I ended up having to find like, concussion therapies and brain therapies all kind of on my my own, um, which has kind of been a, a weird experience to have to go, you know, have like a traumatic injury and then it's more of like, you're gonna be fine. Um, and kind of have to do the research to go find a place to help get back on top all by yourself. And I don't know if that's a, uh, obviously I don't think it's because they don't care. I just don't think that maybe it's as out there as much as, you know, like I just had a knee replacement and I'm going to go to therapy for that. Right. Well,
0: what did you find in your research whenever you were looking around at traumatic brain injury?
1: Yeah. So what I found really surprised me, you know, I, um, you know, people hit their heads a lot. You hear about it a lot. But so in 2021, there were 190 TBI related deaths every day. 190 <gasps> people every day in 2021. That's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. And y'all know how many people died of traumatic brain injuries in 2019? How many? 223,135. Wow. That was hospitalizations. I messed that up. Oh, <laughs> That's <laughs> okay.
0: Katie has not had a traumatic brain injury, but I, sometimes she yeah. does flub up, as is, we all do. It, is, do, the yeah. the it yeah. is the end
1: of the day. It is the end of the day. Yeah, so. totally. But that was 223,135 hospitalizations. That is a
2: Due lot. to traumatic brain injuries, injuries.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah those old TBIs.
0: And what it, did you find anything about treatment? Like um uh, because I don't think that is something that you hear about a lot. You're right. Whenever you um hurt your knee or you or you have something replaced, they put you into rehab. Even my my stepdad had a heart um surgery and they put him in rehab afterwards. And this is the thing that literally controls your entire body and I've never heard of the kind of therapies that I've heard of you talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to go seek them out on your own so it's not a common medical practice. Right.
2: Which is which is something that's kind of crazy to me. Oh, you know, one of the things that I forgot, you know, due to my injury. Um I also lost all of my sense of smell. <laughs> and I've also lost most of my taste, which we don't know if it's ever coming back. Yeah. Some days some nice. days I get a little bit. Um And some days I have nothing, whether it's taste, whether it's smell. Um, It has to be a very strong scent, more citrus, um, something that really is, you know, crazy. But even most like perfumes or anything that are just like real hit you in the face, I can put right to my nose and take the deepest breath ever. And it might as well be spring air. Yeah, it's nothing.
1: That's crazy. That's one of the things I was going to ask you is what's different? after?
2: Everything. Seriously. Like how you perceive things? Yeah. Everything is different. You know, you, you, I probably proceed with a lot more caution on, on doing a lot of different things. Whereas before, you know, I never really thought twice about doing something. I would just go do it whether it, you know, not that I'm like a danger seeker, but I wasn't always thinking about repercussions or some of the what ifs. Um, it was really just more about going and doing what I was doing and of course now on the other side of it it's easily talking myself out of doing something because of what if I hit my head again can I take another you know big hit to the head not that it's going to kill me but could it do anything you know Um, I sure don't want to wake up tomorrow and not be able to see very well or you know anything like that so I think it's just kind of a, it's kind of a thing.
0: How has it affected the people that that love you?
2: <laughs> I think a lot of people give me a lot more grace, um, and then of course, you know, I think there's others that you know have known me for so long from the other side, you know, like pre any of this happening, that just know the old me so much that some of the new me with um probably like more of the noise sensitivities or the light you know just being everywhere that it's probably made me be a little bit more humdrum you know over like the past Mm. seven months to where i don't want to necessarily go to concerts or i don't necessarily want to go out on a friday night because everywhere is going to be super loud or it's going to be a lot of light and it just takes about 10 minutes before i'm just ready to go. It's just overwhelming.
1: Yeah. And I think that that takes a long time to recover from because you don't. One of the interesting things that I was reading about is like if you like break your leg or break your arm or whatever, they don't expect you to be like, you know, pushing weights and doing all this crazy stuff in, you know, six weeks. But in your brain, it's a lot the same. It's like the invisible you, injury. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, and I remember you saying whenever you first got injured that you
0: weren't going to be able to work out for a while, you weren't going to be able to sit behind a computer screen, you couldn't read text messages, you know, um, yeah, it was a crazy time.
2: It's still a lot. I even found myself um, trying to read something on the computer today. Uh, Big screen, you know, not necessarily right in front of it. Um, And even though there was a lot of text and it was big and easily read, it's, it's, it's not that I can't read. it's just that like everything is jumping off the screen at once. So it's hard to focus on any like one particular word or one particular area. Um, so it's just kind of like there's a lot of information that's jumbled up all at one time and it seems difficult to try to put all of that information in order. Yeah. So now <clears throat> I would rather just do physical things um, versus you know, being on the phone. I do still like to watch movies. But on any given day, even that can be more than I can handle. In fact, on the way over here, um, just listening to a couple of songs on the radio and they really weren't loud at all, I found myself turning it way down because it just Mm -hmm. seems like it's too much to handle at once and trying to drive and trying to make sure that I was getting over here on time. And so now trying to put a lot of different things into action at one time just seems a lot harder than it used to be.
1: Yeah. I saw the pictures of your injury like after that happened. I remember that day. We were at work and it was like, "Oh, Ryan had a little accident. Everything's fine. We're just going to go get him checked out." And then as the night went on, it kind of like sunk in like, "Hey, Ryan didn't just have a little accident. Like Ryan almost fucking died."
2: Yeah, it felt um it didn't feel little
1: Yeah. And it wasn't, it was, that was a big deal. So your brain's gone through a lot. And I think that, um, makes it relevant to this podcast and a good topic for us to talk about is because it's not something that's like a broken leg that people can see on the outside. It's a lot of inner things that maybe people just don't have a lot of patience for. Like, have you found, like, is it difficult, like interacting with other people? Are there any, like, what do people not know about what it's like to live with a dramatic brain injury?
2: I think that just every day is different. Um, and now, and of, of course, you know, of when when people are wherever, whether I'm just out and about or, you know, at work, uh, you know, most people have no idea because we haven't broadcasted or talked about it almost at all for a lot of different reasons. Um, am I going to lose my train of thought because of
0: Because of injury?
1: your T V Ryan, you can't keep... Blaming the TBI. <laughs> like, how long are we going to carry this on?
2: 30 more days.
0: Um, you have exactly gonna... two weeks and 17 minutes.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, one of the biggest, the one of the hardest parts for me is whether people know or they don't know, just as like my, myself, if I'm out like on the floor talking to somebody or meeting people for the first time and just trying to interact with them, I probably hold myself to a different standard because I, I find myself... It's, it's hard for me to listen to what you have to say, not because you're boring at all, there's just other things already happening around you that's hard information for me to take in, and I'm trying to focus on what you're saying and take it in and have like a cultivated response, depending on whether I'm at work or you know just out and about. Um, and so it's probably not anything that people that don't know that they're judging me because I'm just some other guy that they're talking to, It's probably more me judging myself, knowing that I used to be able to already have answers in my head or already know things that I was going to say afterwards because this is what I do for a living. And now I find myself probably being more in the moment, which is a great thing, but not necessarily having anything coming up for me to talk about next. You know, like it seems difficult for me to carry on conversations a lot. And not because they aren't interesting, just because I don't necessarily know what to say. Or depending on how much interaction I've had with people throughout the day or how much screen time I've had to have, um, it just can almost be impossible for me to even get words out. Um, I find myself, you know, talking to a lot of people who have no (coughs) idea. And, you know, then I'm trying to, you know, maybe work on selling you a product or help you find the best solution to a problem that you're having. And then... I know what I want to say to you but it literally won't come out of my mouth and that's really weird to have to deal with super weird because of course again the invisible injury where you know if I was walking around on crutches because my leg is broken you know it's totally understandable or feasible that I might have you know a day where I'm taking two steps forward and then another day where I'm you know maybe I push myself a little too hard and take two steps back and I just need to sit down and relax. And all of those things seem totally normal because everybody sees what you're going through. And whereas like, you know, the invisible injury, it, it could just be Monday, you know, like maybe you party too hard this weekend for the guy who doesn't party at all. Um, and you know, it could happen on Monday. Uh It could happen on Saturday. It just depends on what's happening throughout the day on whether or not I'm going to be able to function later in that day or really not, be able to function even the next day
0: yeah well you know one of the bringing it back to what Katie said is like that this could be something that we it relates to our podcast because it's an inside your head injury but the way that this really relates to our podcast is that you had some mental health issues that went along with this too I mean you got really depressed in the middle of all this yeah
2: it was difficult you know not knowing whether or not you're going to be the same person and really I think more of the mental aspect came from uh, just the pain that I was in strictly from, you know, the skull fracture, not really being able to lay down, um, and be able to lay on the back of my head and then having excruciating headaches to go along with like nerve damage. Like that was in my neck and in you know, still in my shoulder. And then for pretty much a hot minute, I had some nerve damage that was going through like my sciatic nerve. Um, and I could barely walk and it was painful to walk and felt, you know, it made me feel like I was 85 years old, needing a cane. When I remember being in the emergency room one day on like the second emergency room trip that I had taken because I was just feeling so bad. Um, And I had to go take a CAT scan and I waited in the emergency room all day long and they kept calling me up to the front, whether it was to check paperwork or to put an IV in or, you know, any of these things as they're waiting to try to get me into the room. And of course, during that day, the whole emergency room is just full of people, you know, who have also had something going on. So I'm trying to set as far away from everybody as I can because it's really loud and my head is pounding the whole time. And so every time I would get up to have to walk to the front to, you know, to see what the nurse was needing me to do, you know, at that moment. Um, I was having to take the babiest steps there was and hold on to all of the the chairs as I go by. And then of course, when there were no chairs and I just had to make it from like one chair to the next, um, I mean, I would almost fall, which seems really hard for a guy who's 40 years old and has been athletic his entire life. And now all of a sudden, because I got hit in the head, I can barely walk. I can't be on my bike. I can't lift weights. I can't do yoga. I really couldn't do anything and you know then what do you do because normally when we're sick or we're recovering from something and we're having to sit on the couch for six or eight weeks it's real easy to turn the TV on it's real easy to look at your phone and within that time period I could have no screen time or it was just blindingly painful you know for like my eyes or for my brain to even like try to process anything just trying to drive again was a huge a huge leap because I don't think I drove
0: it was a long time mm-hmm. for
2: a couple of months at least and <clears throat> and even then um, having to ride in the car within that period just for me to be able to actually look out the window was a huge win um, because forever I felt like I would probably not be able to drive I wouldn't be able to even look out the window we were when we're driving anywhere because again the the information is just too much it's almost like not being able to understand what's extra information versus what's pertinent information and being able to filter out the extra it just all felt like a big information tornado and i was just in the middle of it and couldn't decide where or what i should actually be trying to pay attention to or or look at which then makes you kind of I mean, it's it's pretty depressing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I noticed a lot of um, changes in your personality just right at the beginning when you were first coming back into work. And, you know, it was we didn't get to talk for a month. Right. Because I'm the loudest person, you know. And there's no being quiet for me. We just all know that. And so it was very f- few text messages. And for those of you that don't know, Ryan is one of my very best friends and my neighbor. And so not seeing you for a month was hard on me.
2: <laughs> well, it was hard on me, too. Yeah. You know, especially because, you know, we are like such a close group of people and such a close group of people even at work. Or, you know, I've got a lot of tribes outside of work. Um, and I have a lot of friends that are loud. Um, most of my friends are very loud. And, yeah, I was pretty isolated from almost everybody for a few months and of course you know I did have people taking care of me which was really great um, but even then I mean it's depressing trying to get back on you know get back on the horse as somebody who's always been able to take care of their self. and now yeah. I'm so self you know well I'm just reliant on others so much until now you know seven months later I'm living by myself and you know cooking my own dinner and
1: which are big steps. Huge.
2: Even though they don't feel like wins at all. They just feel like what you should be doing in normal life. Um, and yeah, going from, you know, the doctor's trying to tell me a millimeter higher or two millimeters lower. You're either dead or you're paralyzed. And it's like, well, I'm here for a reason. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on yeah. my two feet. And, you know, I'm not running, but I'm jogging.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm doing yeah. pretty good.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think you're doing great. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yep. Yay yay <laughs> Well, I've enjoyed having you on the podcast of course because I love you immensely. Um, you're one of my favorite people in the whole yes. world. I know, but you know that because I tell you every single day so um, and I'm sorry that you had a traumatic brain injury. you know
2: what I, I'm not I cried <laughs> so much that day. I, yeah I think it's we just, giggle but it's one more obstacle in the path and you know there's we've had a, all three of us have gone through a lot in our lives. And I think this is just one more thing that's happened to me that's been able for me to have more perspective, um, you know, about life and what's really important and how do you move on from something that's big? Because, you know, it's just what is the differentiator in your life? And, you know, this could be something that could make me sit down and say, I can't do that. Or I can see what are my limits today and know that my limits tomorrow will probably be
0: different. Yeah. Which is great. That is great. That is great. It is great. It's called... uh, injury with grace right like aging with grace but injury with grace i'll take it okay you're welcome yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool well thanks for coming on and yeah. we really thanks, love Abby you so much
2: yeah. i can't wait to come back on what other problems do i need to have oh to i've got a list right here yeah. of your problems on your hold on i keep it right here in my purse <laughs> I can tell you that. i've got a whole notebook right yeah like years of notebooks yep. <laughs> <laughs> the list is not short
0: yeah no nobody's is <laughs> nobody's is
2: i'll i'll book out your <clears throat> guest spot for the next Six, six weeks. Thank you so Perfect. much. Yes, Thank you better. so much. I we love it. That.
0: <laughs> well, Katie, I love you and all of your monsters.
1: And I love you and all of your monsters. Signing and all of our husband's monsters, too. My monsters
2: got uh, knocked right out of my head. <laughs> I don't remember what they are any longer. That's the best part about CBI.
0: <laughs> Signing off. <laughs>